It's the after talk. After talk. It is the after What's talk. Up? I'm meeting after, after talk. Rolls. What's up? After talk. Rolls. It's the after talk, talk. It's the after talk. <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up? Hello, hello, and how are you doing? Welcome to Up With and On What Presents, our meeting at the Crossroads music series, After Talk. Now, the After Talk is where we actually get a chance to go back a little bit and focus in on some of the interviews that we had early in the year with some of the artists. So sit back, relax, snap on the seatbelt, do whatever you got to do, grab some popcorn, because we're about to get nitty gritty and get a little bit around the edges of things, if you know what I mean. Jerrica J. Shanice is a singer-actress model from the greater Chicago land area. Jerrica released her first project in 2015 and has since released two more under the artist's name of J. Shanice. She most recently was seen in the national tour of the Broadway musical Waitress. Well, that was Jay Shanice with Anything But Boring on WBM 107.5, Way Back Music. Although right there, that was technically a new school joint. But you heard it here, folks. Anything but... <laughs> Moving on to the story about this young lady from the greater Chicago land area. Basically, she ain't from no shy town. She from the decorated outskirts. <laughs> no shade. She probably was living good out there in the outer city limits. But we shall see what she's been up to, what she's done. Just basically how Jerrica Exum is living, y'all. My drink of choice this week is Irk and Jerk. E-N-J-X-O. A hood classic. But a smoother level. Cheaper on the pandemic pockets, though. <laughs> I mixed it with a little bit of apple juice. Please, no headache tomorrow. Please, please, please. Unfortunately, we will not see what Jerrica is drinking, but I'm guessing a vodka. On the rocks, would you like a twist? Olives, a Gibson, dirty, dry, third chicken. Sweet mix, tall glass of vodka, and something. <laughs> Vacation beverage, you know what I'm saying? So let's check in with Miss Jerrica J. Shanice and see what the dealio is. When did your career start off? I started being a performer professionally in 2012. Okay. Started doing theater and whatever gigs I could grab because I was like, I'm just trying to work. Yeah. But yeah, 2012 is when I like started to like make a living. Off make a of living life. doing it. Yeah. Now, did yeah. you start singing young as a kid? Yeah, I grew up. The typical story, grew up in church, in a church choir. I kept doing choral stuff throughout school, which then led me into musical theater, mm -hmm. which is like a 
whole nother, you know, avenue. It is. I feel like that's one thing is I'm grateful for is I've been exposed to like a lot of different avenues of performance and like being like a vocalist. Mm -hmm. So like that versatility I'm thankful for because I did like I started recording music when I was 18. I did gospel. I did choral. I did the musical theater. I I listened to like all the rock. I've done like gig bands. Yeah. Now you normally in Chicago uh, all the time or are you uh, were you in New York for a while or what was the story? I've been um, traveling since 2013. Okay. So I've been doing ships and then yeah. working abroad. So I've worked in Japan. I've worked in Hong Kong. Okay. Um, I've been over in like the Mediterranean been in the Caribbean. So I've been traveling. And then when I'm in the States, I bounce between Chicago and like New York. Or if I have like mm-hmm. a contract somewhere random, then I'll be in whatever state. Understood. Now, uh, did you enjoy doing cruise ship? I enjoyed, I enjoyed our shows and uh-huh. I enjoyed being able to travel. Wake up in a new place every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, lo- I love being able to just like go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't particularly like living on a ship. I understand. And it might have been like my living situation because some people get like officer cabins and living it up. And that was not how I was living. And so yeah. <laughs> I like to have a window. Uh, when I sleep, I yeah. like to wake up to the sun. I understand. It's unfortunate because the living situations, I started off being so spoiled where we actually had a guest cap. Then my next contract, I had an officer cap. Then I had an officer cabin again. Then I had a guest cap. And that went back and forth for about six or seven years. And then all of a sudden, I joined uh, what they call their Broadway series shows. And the cabins got smaller. And I was like, it's supposed to be a bigger contract getting paid more. But now I got a smaller cabin. So I didn't understand that because I did Legally Blonde. And it was like a shoebox. It was, um, they call them Jack and Jill's, but I didn't share a bathroom. So I had a Jack without the Jill. So I had the same size room, but then that, you know, that shortlet thing where you stand up and shower and you sit down and use the bathroom. Like, what what is this? That will make or break a contract that would also change your mind about how you are perceive these type of contracts. Because, I mean, cruise ships and that life is not for everybody. But like Mm -hmm. you say, I love uh, the waking up in a new place every day um, and traveling and just to go, go, go. And the schedule wasn't bad for the performing. I mean, for me, it was was good. I also did. um, I was like a show band vocalist in 2013. The workload between doing that and being in like the cast is night and day. I had one day off and I was singing six hours Uh a day sets. Uh, And and they were like, they would do their like 30 minute show twice and then be at the club and like walk by me doing my set. Like, hey girl. And I was like... Like, I'm still at work. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like, you know, I can't get sick. <laughs> I don't have, you know, wow, yep. theme parties, sailaways, uh, welcome aboards. All of it. Everything, you know, all day, the decades. So the inspiration behind the song Coffee is there was this guy that I was into and he was super big on coffee dates. Like was always like, let's go grab a cup of coffee. I'm gonna go meet this person for coffee. He was really big on coffee dates. So I don't know if he like posted a picture or something that had me in that mindset. So I heard the track. The first phrase that stuck was, come meet me for coffee. And then I was like, okay, how can I expand on this without making this about coffee beans, a cup, and like sitting on a chair, like <laughs> where can we take this where coffee is still the center but like it's not so literal. So it started off as a coffee date and then it was like when you meet couples 
for the first time or like you're meeting like a friend, significant other, the first thing that people ask is like, how did you meet? How did you start dating? And they always have that like one story. So this song is the story of how this couple got together. It's like, oh, the coffee date sparked it. We hit it off and like, now we're together for life. What is your favorite part of performing? Is it, uh, I know you said you did some of the wedding band gigs, the top 40 bands, and uh, you did the cruise ship. Uh, you say you've done musicals. Uh, what, what musicals have you done? Is that on your list of uh, your favorites? Yeah. Um, it, musical theater is just so different because there's so many more elements to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's special. And it's something that like didn't come natural to me. It's something I had to work for. So yeah. I think why I really like hold on to that because it's like no I had I had to like put in work to like yeah. get into this so like yeah I'm a really cherished it but I'll go with this past year I was on the waitress tour before <laughs> oh okay it shut it down so um I was doing that love that show I love as, it um nurse Norma okay <laughs> being somebody's auntie um, yeah, this the, the spicy attitude, being nosy. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I love that show, yeah. Eating pie every night. I have not had pie since. Warm apple pie. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> He's I, pie yeah, out. Like, it's a lot of pie. Yeah. Um, before I went to Waitress, I was I did Newsies um, at Paramount mm. here in Chicago. And nice. Love that show, too. Um, before that, I was in Godspell. All right. Iverton. In Connecticut? None of these shows are like. This is good. I love it. <laughs> Wide yeah. range. Yeah. Yeah. I just like to have fun. And then before that, I was doing, playing Whitney Houston in, uh, at Black Ensemble. Nice. I could totally see that. Track two is called Just. With this song, I don't know how I got in the mindset. You would think that I was really like in love for the first two tracks of this. I think I had just finished watching or had recently watched about last night. I think I had just, that had recently came on like a movie channel and I had watched it and so I was in the mindset of like, when you are dating someone and y'all been together for a while, it's just like easy. It's like breathing, being with that person. So that was like the inspiration behind just. So the first thing that came to me was a love me like a Sunday afternoon. Cause you know, like when you're with your person and it's like the weekend for people that work like normal nine to five job when you get to like sunday it's like we don't want to do anything you just like lay around all day or like with each other you'll watch some tv you'll do the things that you do it's just like air it's just like oh, man i love you i myself was not a natural musical theater person i did go to a performing arts school but musicals were not my thing i loved acting and I love singing. Mm -hmm. The two married together wasn't something that, that wasn't my favorite thing uh, to just break out into song. It was just weird to me through conversations. <laughs> so I had to find that musical that I loved in order for it to be the acquired taste for me mm -hmm. um, to push forward and then appreciate other shows. Because there were certain things about Broadway when I was coming up that I just felt was just so, yeah, da, 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 da. and I was like, yeah, I'm not in it. But now I can uh, appreciate those Hello Dollies and stuff Mm -hmm. and watch the shows and really enjoy it. Whereas if you caught me in my teens, I was like, not interested. I like, don't want to see it. Like <laughs> I don't like it at all. Just, nope, don't want to go. My mom actually, I remember going on a school trip to, uh, I think it was England. 
England and Paris we went to is uh, the show choir. And my mom, I think there's a way that certain excursions or whatnot that you can pay for your child to attend. But she paid for me because she wanted me to have culture. She paid for me to go see a few musicals. It was uh, Five Guys Named Mo. It was uh, Miss Saigon and Starlight Express. None of my friends wanted to do that. You know, I, I wanted to be cool like them. I'm like, this is so lame, man. I don't want to be saying this, you know. But I tell you, when I saw those shows, there was something that happened inside of me that I just felt great about. Now, I didn't really tell my friends about that because they would have laying me out through the conversation. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I think I developed my major love for it then. I wouldn't be caught dead any time before that trying to see any of that stuff. So I definitely had to find those shows that, that I had friends in. That was another selling point for me. If I knew somebody that was in something, then that might be enjoyable for me at that point. So the third track is called Free. Free is just that. I got to free and I was like, I just want to have fun. Before I even knew what the track was going to be, before I wrote a word, anything, I was like, free is before I knew it was free, I was like, it's going to be fun. I want to have fun. It's like a quarantine story of, for me personally, I mean, it's not a personal story. It didn't really happen. You not only do performing as a singer, you, you've also been a model too. Or are you still a model? I'm not sure. Technically, yes. If an opportunity comes where it's like, oh, we're shooting for this or something, then I'll do it. But it's not mm-hmm. something. I like actively pursue it's kind of just like oh you tall so (laughs) (laughs) how tall are you if you don't mind me asking i'm 5'11 okay yeah you're tall if i put a heel on giants in the sky (laughs) (laughs) no i hear that no because i'm even 5'10 they definitely will not put us next to each other once you put those heels on what has the pandemic brought to you like what have you been doing uh, since the pandemic were you one of those that lost a bunch of uh work or have you been thriving through this process A little bit of both. Mm -hmm. Uh, The tour got postponed. The waitress tour, yeah. Yeah, uh, the dates that were on what we were contracted to do got canceled or postponed. Um, So then that sent me home and I was like, all right. (laughs) I was still auditioning, sending all my self-tapes and stuff. Had another show book and that's been postponed as Mm -hmm. well. So I was like, all right, still being active and like looking for work and still auditioning, submitting, ended up signing to a new agency. So then that worked in my favor. Okay. I'm trying to get into voiceover work now. So, and that's, that's something that I've been wanting to like figure out for a while now. So now I have the opportunity to get into that, but it also gave me time to be creative that I didn't have because I've been literally bouncing show to show to show. Mm -hmm. So rehearsal to like a show run and I've had no time to even think about what I want to do creatively for me. So give me time to like write and make my own music again because I love doing that. Yeah. So yeah, it it gave me like my creative energy back because I haven't, I haven't done anything in like two years. So that's good. I mean, it's a blessing and a curse. So Write It Down was the very last song that I actually recorded for the EP. How it came about was I was deciding between two tracks and I did a poll on my social media of would people rather want to hear house or disco and whichever way one was going to decide which track I was going to really develop and house one and so 
um, that was the vibe of Write It Down. I, I am not like a house person, but it had that vibe to me. When I heard it, I was like, okay, I needed it to be empowering, um, uplifting, I needed it to be motivating. That's, that's the vibe I was in. The first thing that came to mind was like, you like that? Then write it down. Cause you know, it's in the, it's in the Bible, it's in the word, you know, you, you need to write things down. What did you learn about yourself or what have you learned about yourself during this pandemic, good or bad? Hmm. I feel like, I'll, well, I can't speak for everybody, but I do feel <laughs> like a lot of people feel this way. I lean into like my work a lot, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot. A lot of my identity is tied up in me working. Yeah. And so having this pause and I do not stop working. Like I will literally close a show and mm-hmm. fly to a rehearsal the next morning. Like, like a workaholic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I when it was like a pause and it was like, okay, now what do I do with my time? Okay, what do I want to focus on? Because I don't I don't have this to focus on. So I think the pandemic helped me identify like, okay, you you need to step back some when things do start, yeah. you know, rolling. You need to have time for yourself outside of what you do for work. Because yeah. so much of me was focusing on that. Yeah, that's like the biggest thing that I've like learn so now you say you've leaned a little bit more on um i guess the music side of things uh what have you been recording something new as of late or are you working on stuff that was a little bit old, older projects and you're finally getting down with them or what's the story there nope i literally was just like Ugh, i'm depressed oh, i don't have no. nothing to do and songwriting is like a form of like journaling for me mm-hmm. that's how i get things out is i put it i put it in song um very honest with that and so i wrote I was just like pinned a song of like what I was feeling mm-hmm. and just like posted it to like my social media just to like release it. Yeah. So did that. And then I just kept writing like a song a day, like song after song after song. Okay. I was like, hmm, as long as I have, I don't have writer's block. As long as something keeps coming to me, I'm going to just keep creating and just good. see where it goes. Yeah. That's, that's good. Cause so many people do, do get a writer's block. Yeah. So I got to the song called Anything But Born, which I released as a single. Um, okay. But once I got to that song, it was, oh, we're putting out a project. Okay. Like nothing, nothing was planned. I was like, we're doing it. We're putting out a project. I wrote it and was like, yes, I'm feeling it. This is my, this is, yes. Uh-huh. And so I put it out. Like, it was just so fast. I put it out. I messaged like 50 people and was like, hey, gonna do a visual for this song that I literally just created. Do you want to do it? And then I was like, whoever sends it back. So a bunch of people sent me videos back. I made a visual for the song, put out the single, and then like a month and a half later, put out the EP. I actually just released it last Sunday. And so, yeah, nothing was planned. It just kind of like was like, this is happening. This is this is where it's going. And that's great. That's great. I wish you the best with that. That's great. What is uh? what would you consider the style of music that uh you're writing? It's pop. It's uh-huh. like, yeah, I would say it's pop. I'm I'm an R&B baby. Grew up that way. But like, I've always listened to pop. I've never like not listened to pop. Yeah, yeah. Just a lot of genres in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pop. It's like maybe alternative R&B. Okay. Um, where it's like a little crossover mm-hmm. But I would just, I would qualify it as it's pop. Yeah. If 
given the chance, if you were able to go back in time, what would you tell your younger self as a warning or as a, you know, lifting up the spirits of a young character? What would you say? Oh, no. Start what you have and then figure it out from there. But all the tools that you need, you already have. The resources will come. Yeah. So, yeah, just anything that you want to do, just start towards it now. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was Jerrica J. Shanice Exum from Illinois by way of New York City telling her story as only she can, talking about her journey, her road to and through this pandemic, and actually pulling an album out of all of this. Drinking coffee because she is anything but boring. And so if you have something to say to her, write it down or just know that she is free. Miss Jerrica J. Shanice, this is the After Talk, and we out. I've got no Survive. I don't have a choice. If Henry says it's you, then it's you. No matter how I feel, what I have to do. But if so, I had that choice. No holding back, I'd raise my voice. Well, on behalf of Up With It On With Productions, we'd like to thank you for hanging out for our meeting at the Crossroads after talk. Now, your attention and time is much appreciated, and we look forward to having you checking in for more later on. Remember, success is only an arm's length away. Stay safe, stay home if you can, and if not, keep practicing social distance with a healthy and cautious way of life. Up With It On With Folks. After talk, what's the haps? What's the scoop? What's going on? After talk. It's the after talk.